it's Joey. And And this is Trailer Trash, your weekly movies, trailers, and trivia podcast, where we talk about some recently released movie trailers and do some trivia. Hello, and welcome to episode 24. Right. Despite that intro, we're not going to do any trivia this yeah. week. <laughs> we have a, uh, um, we're pressed for time, and we have some, some stuff that didn't happen, so... Um, we have a... <laughs> right. Well, I guess we did happen. You guys' list is longer than mine, so... Things don't happen every day. Um, we have a slightly uh, uh, warped version of Trailer Trash this week. Mm-hmm. Warped and twisted like Jared Leto's Joker character. Um, so this is... It's been, what, two weeks or a week since the last one was released? Since my last confession. A week, right? <laughs> or a few days? Um, yeah, less than a week. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we had um, some. We discussed it last last uh, last episode, but we had some some timing issues, and now we're back. Theoretically, week to week. So yep, sounds um, good. <laughs> back on schedule. So we're just to jump right into it and do some trailers. We have one, two, three, four, five, six trailers to do. Um, we actually had a lot more, but um, for time wise, for time's sake, we're gonna cut it in half. Um, so we'll just uh, start with number one uh, coming out on September thirtieth of this year is. The Edge of Seventeen. Uh, let's see. Stars Haley Stenfield, Seinfeld, Haley Lou Richardson. Uh, Seinfeld. Woody Harrelson. Um, synopsis for that is high school life gets even more unbearable for Nadine, Haley Stenfield, when her best friend Krista, Haley Lou Richardson, starts dating her older brother. Written and directed by Kelly Freeman. Um, What's that person done? Uh, so director, that's this first movie. Aren't they all? <laughs> um, uh, I can't tell if this is male or female. Kelly Freeman. They wrote a movie called Postgrad mm-hmm. in 2009. Sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. This person, um, likes school-related movies, it would appear? Yeah, probably. Right. It's about the title. Mm-hmm. So basically, Heidi Steinfeld is this angsty teen, or she's like a loner. And yeah. she, her, it would seem as if her, one of her best friends is her teacher, or a teacher. Or a counselor or something. I don't or, know. Yeah, counselor or whatever. Uh, I guess it's a teacher. Woody, yeah, he was yeah. a teacher. And, uh, yeah, so it kind of, the synopsis kind of gets right, right to it. Her brother's really popular. She's mm-hmm. just super not. It's not like a, a super unique plot or anything, but it seems like it'll be... Uh, well acted. Yeah, well acted. Yeah. Fun to watch. Mm-hmm. You, you'll be Steinfeld. 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 <laughs> she was really good in True Grit. Has she done anything like in between those? She yeah, had she started a music beginning. career. She was in Begin Again. <laughs> oh, well, I know. I know she did like an album and stuff. But it seemed like she did, like, did True Grit, and everybody was like, "Wow, she was really good." And then mm-hmm. she was like, "Not." Well, she was anything Oscar for nominated. Her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she's like, stopped doing that for, mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, well, like like Brennan says, she tried to, to break into the music industry, and she has a successful career so far. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, she's uh, not done a lot of high-profile movie stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a very average high school type story, right? But um, written well and performed yeah. well. And I think you'll get your comedy from from Woody. It would seem. Yeah, like dry wit. Yeah, dry wit. That's what I think of. True Woody's, wit and dry wit. Woody's dry wit. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm. All right, and you want to rate it? I'll give it a 4.4 out of 5. Let's give that a 4 out of 5. I'll give it a 4 as well. All right. That was easy. Moving on to number two is going to be Hacksaw Ridge. 
that movie stars uh, Teresa Palmer, Andrew Garfield, Sam Worthington, Vince Vaughn, um, other people I'm sure I'm forgetting. Directed by Mel Gibson. Uh, uh, v for Vendetta, right? Was yeah, he in that Hugo one? Weaving. Yeah. <laughs> He's in there. Uh, so like I said, directed by Mel Gibson. Comes out November 4th this year. Uh, it is a uh, true story. World War II American Army medic Desmond T. Doss, who served during the Battle of Okinawa, refuses to kill people and becomes the first conscien- conscientious objector in American history to be rewarded the Medal of Honor. So you know how that ends. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's going to be good, I think. I think it's going to be good if, if only for Andrew Garfield's dramatic chops. Um, no, I think this it is that he sounds like Billy or Adam Sandler in The Water Boy. <laughs> His accent is not. Oh, good. I didn't get that. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. I just felt that he's going to talk, start talking about how like everybody needed water on the battlefield mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> um, well, he's a medic. <laughs> but other than that, it looked fine. Like Sam Worthington's. Mm-hmm, Did you watch whatever. Everest? No. Sam Worthington was in that. He had a small role, but it was he was good at it. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of movie that, that Sam Worthington needs to be in. Yeah, you can be like a no-bullshit star- sergeant, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get up Much there, like Vince Vaughn being a no-bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. Vince Vaughn, I didn't think, was very good in True Detective Season 2. Now, he's a dramatic actor now. He's done with comedy, pretty mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> he's very good at uh, staring at the wall in anguish and it's a True Detective. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll hope that transfers over to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Mel Gibson directed uh, Apocalypto. Right. Did he direct Passion? Passion, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's, I would imagine he's directing the sequel. He's got great chops. Uh, I did not know he directed Braveheart. I knew he was Christ in Braveheart. Yeah. Did he direct The Beaver? No. No, that was Jodie Foster. Oh, that's right. The goddess. Um, okay. Do you want to rate that? Um, I'll also give that a 4 out of 5. 3.9 out of 5. 3.9. I'm going to give it a 4. You will, I think, uh, you will like Andrew Garfield even more after you watch 99 Homes, oh and this God. will make you even more excited to watch this. Oh, yeah. I like Andrew Garfield. I just think his accent's not good in this movie. Well, I don't know if this guy's accent is the same. Maybe he's, like, spot on. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. It is a auto, I mean, a biographical film, so. Mm-hmm. Autobiographical film. Mm-hmm. Including <laughs> the um, grenade scissor kick. Right, that's kind of hokey. So at one point <laughs> in the trailer, um, well, he hit it with his hand, but he was like flipping in the air. So I well, it looked like he scissor kicked it. Yeah, it looked like he scissor kicked it. Like okay. straight out of the World Cup. And any and in either way, mm-hmm. it explodes right next to him, and he and his little slow mo. Yeah, you see him fly back, and he's all in one piece. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That was uh, Mel Gibson's nod to another true artist, uh, Zack Snyder. That's uh, if this movie's released in three D, it's for that. <laughs> 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 you know Mel Gibson's, Mel Gibson's name? Mel Gibson. Mel, call him C A. It's call him Sile or call him C A. Gerard Gibson. C O L U M C I L L E. Gerard Gibson. Huh. That sounds cool. If we know how to say it right. <laughs> um, okay. Hmm. What do you give this? Did you say? Yeah, four, four, and three and a half, or three point okay. nine. All right. Um, all right. So the next one on our list will be. Justice League. So Comic-Con happened, and a couple of these are going to be the product of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Justice League... I didn't realize Icky Thump was a big song in the uh, Justice League universe. Uh, to be released uh, 17th of November next year. Oh, goodness. Uh, directed by... Really? Yeah, directed by Zack Snyder. 
This is very early to have a like a full trailer for something yeah, that's well, a year and a half away. Well, I mean, well, I guess Batman just came out, so they got to space them out. But that's it may it may be almost done. They just have to, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess they didn't really show any plot. It was just him talking to. Well, I know Aquaman. Batfleck was added on as a producer because uh, Batfleck, um, Batman, Batman v Superman, Superman sucks so much. They wanted you know Ben Affleck on the production side of things, <laughs> so, so that it wasn't as shitty. <laughs> Um, so, directed by Zack Snyder, stars Gal Gadot, Jared Leto, Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, Ezra Miller. I don't, don't know who's uh, Cyborg. Wasn't he, did he? Didn't he play Cyborg in? Was he Cyborg in the Agents of Shield? Oh, I don't know. Is Agents of Shield Marvel? Amber yeah. Heard, Ray Fisher is his name, and he. Um, let's see. I'm trying to load it right now. Is there a different Marvel cyborg? <laughs> uh, no, he was in Batman v Superman. Oh, he was the, the well, clip. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, he wasn't. It must have been somebody else. Looked just like him, though. Um, synopsis for that uh, or, uh, is fueled by his restored faith in humanity and inspired by Superman's selfless act. Uh, Bruce Wayne enlists the helps of his newfound ally, Diana Prince, to face an even greater enemy. So... You said Jared Leto's in it. I wonder if those scenes have like not even been <laughs> really filmed yet or anything. You would think they'd film film them because he was not in this trailer, right? Yeah. You would think that they'd film them back to back, right? His scenes for. Oh, that I think that's too much for him to take on. I think he needs to take a little breather and then he can get right back into that uh, <laughs> maniacal character. Yeah. Afterward. That's his real life, though. Oh, yeah, that's it's right. Just, it's just too dark to really maintain for that long. Mm-hmm. It's, it'd be a that's Heath unbearable. Ledger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Twisted. I mean, it looked like, it looked like. What you would expect yes. it to be after Batman v Superman. Yeah. I'm excited yeah. that they're bringing in, you know, other people. Yeah. You're a big Ezra Miller fan, as we big know. Big Ezra Miller fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's. So what's going to happen is, is, uh, Bruce Wayne's going to be, you know, the same good old Ben Affleck, you know, just kind of very monotone. Ask uh, Jason Momoa is going to be very over the top as Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Um, Ezra Miller is the same character as Tom Holland is as uh, Spider Man in the sure. Avengers. <laughs> They're the same type, like you know, quirky, yeah, loner kind of kid. Yeah, I'm really excited um, for the scene when um, Aquaman is going to be doing a speech to the fish, and it's going to look like 1930s Nazi Germany because it's Zack Snyder. <laughs> I um, made a boo boo. It's going to be good. I missed, or- good. I missed the order up, which is not a big deal. Oh, it's just. No. The Wonder Woman movie that we're going to talk about is coming out before this, so there'll be some. Oh, we got to restart, I think. Okay. So the first movie we're going to talk about is uh, Edge of Seventeen. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, Okay, so you want to rate that Justice League? Justice League. I'll give it um, like, ah, gosh, it's so early. Yeah. I'll give it uh, three cyborg uh, parts out of five. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a two point one out of ten. Wow. Um, I'll give it a uh, three out of five because I think it'll be a good time at least, however terrible it is. Sure. Um. All right. So the next one is going to be La La Land, which comes out uh, December sixteenth of this year. It is written and directed by Damien Chazelle. Chazelle. Sure. Or Chazé. There's mm-hmm. two L's there, but it's French, right? Uh, stars Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling, Just Kidding Simmons. Um, 
Its synopsis is a jazz pianist falls for an aspiring actress in Los Angeles. Um, of, of Whiplash fame, this director, of course. Yes. Right. Um, Which is so really you, just J.K. Simmons. You would be decided or excited to see this anyway. I mean, just, just to on see one what hand, the follow-up on one hand, be. you have written and directed by. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, J.K. Simmons. On the other hand, you have Ryan Gosling. Uh, great actor Ryan Gosling yeah. and great actress Emma Stone. And Emma Stone. The two of two of which I don't like for no particular reason. Right. So you don't like Gosling or Stone? Uh, Gosling, I'm I'm getting better at, but Stone, I know. Okay. Anyway, you remember and how I have no reason for not liking Emma Stone. Just you remember don't... how great she was in Birdman, right? Yes. Yeah. So. And like I, I just said, <laughs> there's no real reason for me not to like them. It's just you just don't like how she looks. I don't something? like them like I don't like Hillary Clinton. Just, just my guts tell me no. <laughs> okay. Um, I think this movie looks like super fantastic. I'm really into it. It's very artsy, and it'll be like watching a play. It's like a little Woody Allen-esque, don't you think? Mm. I, I, that's what I thought. I thought, how attached was he? But apparently he's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just got more like it's going to be... Because like, I guess the, the first movie he did was like a musical, and so I guess this is just like going to be a musical with like money behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of looked like uh, the stuff you'd seen in like, the 50s or whatever if you didn't have like 400-pound cameras to use. Um, Finn Whitrick and, and Gosling's like a great romantic Dandy. lead uh, he's like looks I don't know even the trailer is super short and mm-hmm. I was like oh this is gonna be wonderful yeah. Um, but yeah I think it's oh yeah great. John Legend's in it that's right oh, yeah. yeah yeah I mean it's it's probably gonna be really good and they're probably gonna be great and it's not gonna be a problem mm. Mm. it's gonna I would think maybe kind of fall through the cracks a bit it's not gonna be like an Oscar movie but I'm sure I'm not um, so sure, dude. I mean, like, Chicago won, like, Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. We'll yeah, see. but it's also amazing. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, and, like right. Moulin Rouge. Well, did, did Chicago that. fall through the cracks? Was it under understated when it came out? Mm, I think it was actually, like, pretty over it, because I, I feel like that's usually at the top of the list for, like, movies that won Best Picture that didn't really deserve it. Uh, I mean, did you watch it? <laughs> I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen That's the whole thing. That's pretty great. <laughs> but I don't know. I think this could be good. When you figure in that Catherine Zeta-Jones was five months pregnant and doing all her own <laughs> choreography and stunts. Um, you very much like musicals, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this, but this was this was good. Another, mm-hmm. it was stylistically, it was great. Mm-hmm. Anyway, all right. So you want to rate La La Land? This is gonna be four and a half or fives across the board. I will give it a four. Right? I'm gonna give it a five. I was gonna go four and a half, so. Okay. <laughs> My four. I'm uh, optimistic, but the trailer doesn't show a whole lot. And it's I, only a And I and think it has a chance a teaser. to be just extensively boring. I understand the kind of movie that it is, but it seems it's, like it's uh, going to be... It says it's you be just, think the guy that made Whiplash is going to make a boring movie? Did you watch that trailer? It's going to be two hours and six minutes. Mm. Just so you know. Okay. Oh, All right. Watch Whiplash so <laughs> the next one we'll talk about is... Um, Kong, Skull Island. Okay. Comes out March 10th next year. Uh, directed by Jordan Vogt Roberts. Vogue Roberts. <laughs> um, stars Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, Sam Jackson, John Goodman. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Don't. <laughs> you don't get to shorten it like you know him. Um, a synopsis is an action adventure story centered on King Kong's origins. It's, it's every King Kong movie is <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so basically John 
Goodman is... What's his... Do you remember his name from Cloverfield? No. He's basically the same guy. <laughs> yeah. Who's been trying to convince people that... that that man is no is not the king of the world. Mm-hmm. This is a prequel to Cloverfield. And then Turn like Cloverfield Lane, right? <laughs> and then like he, it, would, it seemed to indicate that he finally gets people to go on an adventure. And then he's like, "See, I told you, we're all gonna die." Right. <laughs> he's like, "Let me die. Let me stare into the awesome and die." He, he gets all his military buddies and and world adventurer friends together to travel to Skull Island. And photographer Brie Larson. Right. <laughs> Very bronzed Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> yeah, they they they're. Her name is Weaver, so they're abandoning the uh, Sigourney. They're abandoning the 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 trope, the uh, Fay Ray or whatever her name was. Oh. Mm-hmm. Like a. Did Tom Hiddleston have a line in the trailer? I don't recall. I don't think so. Are we ready for his mm-hmm. uh, him being like an action star now? Is that a thing now? Do you think? I uh, no, because he's next. He's gonna be Simi James Bond next, and that's gonna be. You think he's action. gonna be Bond next? Yes. He's going to be the next Bond. Mm. There's no other clear choice. No other. <laughs> it's either Idris Elba, which mm. the world's not going to let a black guy be Bond. <laughs> okay. Even though he'd be good at it. There's Nicholas Holt, who mm-hmm. he's not ready for it yet. And then there's Tom Hiddleston, who's looks I mean, like he's... people wanted to predict the next Bond after Pierce. No one knew who Daniel Craig was, and he ended up being great. As it could be total unknown guy, right? I mean, It could be, but I think Hiddleston's going to be it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Pierce is still in shape. He can probably <laughs> regain that form. But yeah, anyway, Wilson weighs like 120 pounds. I don't need to buy him as Bond. <laughs> but anyway, this looks all right. I would I would say <laughs> it has it has potential. I mean, the first uh, um, King Kong was great. The Peter Jackson one, mm-hmm. Adrian Brody, mm-hmm. Naomi Watts. It was really good. You should, you should watch it again. I watched um, it. Like, I just watched it a couple, couple months ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, what other movies has this guy done? Because uh, the Jordan Vokes Roberts. Yeah, because the, the I don't know. I, I have faith in it. it looks decent. He uh, he looks like a a paler version of when Walking Phoenix went crazy. Okay. Um, so if you got that in your mind, <laughs> he is rumored to be directing the Solid Metal, Metal Gear Solid movie. Um, he directed the Nick Offerman American Ham TV special. Oh, good. Oh. Uh, yep, I, I saw that. That, that was a well directed. I, I can see like, that. that was a very. I guess he's he's known for a TV show, Single Dads. Yeah, so all he's done is yeah, well, TV yeah. shows, and then The Kings of Summer. I don't know what that is. Oh, that was a good movie. Okay, right on. So that's that's his most recent like big hit. Huh. Um, Moises Arias. That was like was a really it? good uh, you know growing up in the forest movie. In the forest? <laughs> no, uh, so the it's, force? Like, it's a three fr- like teenage boys and they're. So stand by me. And, yeah, yeah, but they like have a fort in the forest, and it was really good. So I think I've seen that. It's the uh, what's the movie? Lord of the Flies and Stand by Me. Uh, <laughs> not they, don't kill, they don't kill a little piggy. No, you go see. Um, I think uh, this is the end or something, and like they're sold out at the Berkeley Theater, and so I just like saw Kings of Summer instead, and it ended up being like really fantastic. So I'm I'm pitting this movie against the Peter Jackson one, and I, this one looks worse than that one. Mm, I haven't seen the Peter Jackson one in a while, so it, it I, I don't remember like it very much. It seems like they made King Kong so big just because they could. Like, he's gigantic. That's the lore. They actually travel to this island. It's real footage. <laughs> real footage. Yeah. <laughs> it's hella big. <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was appropriately sized in King Kong. <laughs> mm, bigger is better. <laughs> this yeah. ape is too large. Yeah. 
Um, so to maybe that, maybe it has a really big head. Life finds a way, dude. It's got Brie Larson in it, and she's gonna cry, and it's gonna be great. So I'm gonna say three and a half. <laughs> She'd be too scared to cry. I'll give it three point six because it looks uh, pretty good. I think. Who's gonna die? Brie, Tom. Hopefully, uh, I mean, you have John Goodman and Samuel Jackson. John Goodman's so gonna die. Just, like, yeah, John Goodman. Who's gonna die just because he brought them all out there to see the awesomeness? I don't think Sam Jackson will. I feel like he's gonna hold out till the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, if yeah, I had to guess, I'd die. put money on it. <laughs> Uh, uh, so like he'll probably sacrifice himself at the end. The end, he'll be like, um, they'll have whoever has survived will have buried him, and then it's gonna pan to the dirt in front. It's gonna levitate a little bit. Then yeah. the movie's gonna end. Yeah, <laughs> probably. So what's next? <laughs> Seems plausible. Brendan, what did you? Uh, you didn't give that a rating. Oh, uh, let's give that a three and a half. Okay. Okay, uh, the last one we're going to talk about is the aforementioned Wonder Woman movie. Did we aforementionize it? We did. <laughs> okay. uh, it comes out June 2nd of next year, so it's a uh, full f- five months before the Justice League movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Connie Nelson. It's directed by a woman, which was a big deal when it was announced. Uh, Patty it- Jenkins. Oh, that's right. It, did she do... Um... Is she the one that did like her locker? She directed Monster. No, that was no. that was Catherine oh, okay. Jacks J- Johnson. Big Will. Um, no, Big she. Break. This lady directed Monster with with uh, Charlize Theron, oh, okay. for which Charlize won an Oscar for. Mm-hmm. Um, an episode of Arrested Development. Nice. Which one? <laughs> uh, the one where they build a house. Oh, that's vague. I can't. It's probably the first season. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, some entourage. Some TV. It's mostly TV stuff, but okay. she directed Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, in this Wonder Woman movie. Um, synopsis is, an Amazonian princess leaves her island home to explore the world and becomes the greatest of its heroes. So this looks light years better than oh, uh, God, Justice League. This looks Doesn't great. <laughs> yeah. I think this looks really good. Um, you could tell quickly that it wasn't a... a um, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder joint. <laughs> Though it has Zack Snyder's oh influence of uh, throwing superheroes into terrible historical events. Robin Wright is one of the, the women. Is she? Yeah. Oh, really? Hey. She's General Antiope. Uh, antelope? Yeah, I, I almost read that as Antelope. Um, <laughs> okay, so Gal Gadot, obviously. Mm-hmm. Chris Pine. Right. Who was, he was in a picture in BVS, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Connie Nielsen, mm-hmm. who is Queen Hippolyta. Okay. Lita. So Robin Wright. Um, Hippolyta. David Thulis. Thulis. Okay. Um, other people. <laughs> a lot of let I me mean, there's a lot of people I'm looking through I don't see a lot of names I'm sure there'll be a cameo or two or something um, uh, maybe uh, yeah so uh, this looks really really good mm-hmm. I would say this this looks a lot better than any of the other uh, this is this is like a Marvel level movie yeah, right here <laughs> yeah this is Marvel level this is DC's pinnacle at least from the trailer we can hope which bodes well if it's directed by a woman and that's a big deal and it's a really good version of a of a Superhero movie for DC, then mm-hmm. maybe that will get them. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see Wonder Woman fight off um, lice and gangrene in the trenches of World War One. Um, but she had those really awesome boots, and she's got a lasso of truth, so she'll be fine. Oh, those look like open toed, though. I, I feel like that with <laughs> the water okay. right in. She grew up in the Amazon. She's okay. Yeah, I think she's immune to things. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but this is France, though, dude. It's gonna be muddy. That's wrong, Miss. This is France. <laughs> so Wolverine fought in World War Two. Is he gonna make an appearance? <laughs> They're gonna intro Green Lantern. He's gonna fight in Auschwitz. He's he's gonna free everybody. That didn't happen though. Oh, okay. 
Nah. You better you watch out, dude. Uh, what's her name's gonna come get you? I didn't. Not, I'm not saying the Holocaust didn't happen. Oh, just Auschwitz. <laughs> so what did no. you think, Tyler? What do you say? <laughs> you said he freed everybody. So it didn't happen. So it's not gonna happen in the movies. Oh well, I mean, you know, movies are real. <laughs> I thought Chris Pine looked great in it, but it reminded me of that Navy movie that he did oh, very yeah. recently. I forget what it was called. The Finest Hours, yeah, right? Yeah, Finest Hours. Oh, and the... well, he had a Boston accent. We gotta yeah. get the boat. <laughs> I didn't watch it. It, it, it looked terrible. <laughs> it looked fine. It, was it a Disney or something? <laughs> it looked pine. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, Left me pining is he done for a now with movie. Star Trek? I mean, uh, they, is this the last one? They're going to keep churning them out, right? Are this they? one did really well. I thought it did terrible. Terrible. Ratings wise. Why not both? It's in the 90s in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, oh, yeah, everyone loves it. Like, uh, look, people I hear on Facebook hated it. Mm-hmm. Well, it. <laughs> You see, like, one review on Facebook, and you base your entire opinion on No, that's on not that. true. <laughs> I, I, I look at various uh, different people, like, different groups of people. Hmm. Would you say you aggregate uh, reviews and then... Don't do perhaps... that. <laughs> no. Uh, but, uh, anyway, I thought, they had, I thought they were done with this one. I thought this was the last one. I, I guess that's not wouldn't true, think because so. they, wouldn't, they kept saying they're not going to replace Anton. So. Yeah, they're not like they're just gonna stop. <laughs> New Russian. Yeah. All right. Um, so is that it? You gonna rate that one? One Roman. Um, I will give that one a four and a half. Okay. As will I. I feel very good about it. Uh, I'll go with three and a half. Mm, it's okay to be wrong, I guess. I'm just saying that like the, uh, the Snyder influence is gonna crawl over it a little bit. Getting a little slime trail on it. Well, I mean, if you look at the Marvel universe, he's uh, got a writing credit. And you look at all the all the Whedon movies versus the oh, that's not good. <laughs> you don't want him to be writing anything. Well, he's got a writing credit for the story, <laughs> not for the screenplay. Okay. I mean, I guess they went with him to have a hand in kind of a little bit of everything. Well, is so. exactly, isn't he uh, producing the two? Um, let me look. Is my understanding that he was like doing Batman and the first Superman, Batman versus Superman, and then Justice League? And then yeah, he, he's like, a producer. Was overlooking. So is Deborah Snyder. Oh, good. Oh, that poor woman. <laughs> wow. Um, mm. Yeah, so the, he is a producer. He's not an executive producer, but he's a producer. Well, you know, at least Watchmen was good, in my opinion. I know some, some people didn't like it, but there was that. <laughs> what, what? Watchmen? Yeah. I couldn't sit through the whole thing. Three Hours of Greatness, Manhattan, Mr. Manhattan's Blue Penis, uh, <laughs> and such. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman. All right, so that's uh, it for the trailers in. Uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. So this is now. This is a segment called Movies We've Seen Since Last Week. Also yep. known as movies we've seen since we last recorded, because oftentimes it's more than last week. <laughs> yeah, like Tyler's is like three weeks worth. Right. Um, funny enough, I don't have any movies this week. You did watch one, but we talked about it. Yep. Well, I'll probably bring it up again when you talk about a certain one that you watched, okay. but um, we'll just go on the list. So, Tyler, you're first. Um, Jackie Brown. Mm. It's Jackie Brown. So, uh, after I watched Out of Sight, I... Um, Bought two Elmore Leonard books. Uh, he wrote Out of Sight and then Rum Punch, which was adapted by Quentin Tarantino into Jackie Brown. Um, his first movie, right? His third movie. Third? Yeah, it was after Pulp Fiction. 
Oh, what um, was I thought? What am I thinking of then? Hmm. What was his first one? Reservoir Dogs? Dogs? I swear it was Jackie Brown, but okay. Nope. Um, so Jackie Brown is about a flight attendant played by Pam Greer who is hired by Samuel Jackson, who's a gun dealer, to take his money from Mexico. Because he's a gun dealer, so he like stashes his money in Mexico and then he has to fly it back in you know, $10,000, $50,000 amounts uh, to actually have it on hand. Um, and she gets caught by Michael Keaton, who is an ATF officer. And then uh, Robert De Niro's in it too. He plays Samuel Jackson's friend. Um, and it's it's uh, pretty great. I think it's probably one of Tarantino's best movies. Um, Jackie Brown or Pam Greer's wonderful in it. Uh, Robert Forster plays a bail bondsman who like helps out Jackie. Uh, he's great. Uh, it's like uh, Tarantino's only work these adapted, and it works really well. It, it doesn't have like Tarantino's more like uh, flashier writing flourishes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But Elmore Leonard writes a lot of great dialogue, so it still works out pretty well. Wrote. Rest oh, in peace. True. God, our soul, he's great. Uh, and Elmore Leonard's great, too. He wrote, like, 310 to Yuma. He wrote a bunch of good movies, or a bunch of good books that were turned into good movies, mm-hmm. etc. Uh, Justified. Yeah. Um, the, the funny thing is, though, that in the original book, uh, Jackie Brown was named Jackie Burke, and she was a white lady, and he just switched it over to Jackie Brown and made her black, and so, like... It just, like, goes against everything that happens nowadays. Yeah, well, it's also kind of weird, because, like, you know Tarantino has, like, a fascination with the N-word and stuff, so it's, like... What Elmore was that? Um, uh, <laughs> he, the N word. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like Jackie gets a lot of more like uh, nachos. Seventies like with jive talking going on. Um, but no, uh, Samuel Jackson's the villain in it. He's fantastic. Chris uh, Tucker's in it for like a minute. Uh, he's great. Um, so yeah. This is '97. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the soundtrack's actually uh, great. It, good... it came out on Christmas. Is that a is that a good? Was it released well? In your um, opinion? All of his movies tend to, don't they? At least recently. At least Hateful Eight came out on Christmas, didn't it? Yeah. Hateful Eight and Django did. I, I think... Uh, Maybe they all do. I don't September. know. Um, yeah, I think it's actually, like, I don't know, it's probably the most underrated Tarantino movie, I think. I'd rate it, like, high above Hateful Eight and Django. Kill Bill, number one, came out October. Hmm. So... That's yeah, so a good movie. Oh, what else? Uh, you have Play Missy for me. It's Clint Eastwood? Okay, that's uh, Clint Eastwood's first directing effort. Uh, he also stars in it. It's uh, He plays a radio DJ in Carmel. Um, and Where he resides. Yeah, he, he's... Uh, he was a mayor once. He puts out for his city. Um, like, literally, like, the first, like, the opening credit sequence is him just, like, driving down Highway 1, and it's, like, Big Sur and uh, Carmel and all that jazz. Uh, and so he has a radio show there, and he has a... Uh, diehard fan that he meets and it's um i can't remember her name but she's the mom in arrested development and, jessica walter yeah and uh archer fame too and she's fantastic <laughs> yeah. um and so like he, he hooks up with her at a bar one night and then like she just instantly falls in love with him and turns into like a psycho girlfriend um play misty for me yeah and so like it's probably like the most sexist movie i've ever seen <laughs> because like she's just like every single crazy girlfriend trope like rolled into one and um on the other end of that is clint eastwood who's just like the manliest guy, like, he doesn't know how to express feelings, so, like, every time she does something crazy, instead of saying, like, that's inappropriate, he's just like, god damn it. <laughs> um, which, uh, you know, I guess it's, like, a metaphor for how communication or lack thereof can ruin a relationship, because, uh, you know, obviously it's a soccer movie, so she ends up dying. Um, but it's a, it's a really good thriller. Uh, it's, like, well-crafted and everything. The, the screenplay is lacking a little bit, uh, but all the photography is pretty gorgeous. It's, like, all, it's, like, 
it's, you know the revenant was like a really good nature movie with uh, also like violence in it mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like that but like an advertisement for um carmel and big sur um <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and what's her name jessica walter mm-hmm. she's Walters. she's fantastic in it uh, I, I think like all i've seen her in um is like arrested development and archer and so uh, she's fantastic <laughs> yeah so like she popped up in this so i was like oh hey um yeah but uh it was pretty good how old is this uh, I think he meant like 71 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, 71. I guess Eastwood really wanted to direct a movie, and uh, he asked if he could direct it, and the studio head was like, yeah, sure, if you just don't pay yourself for acting. And he's like, okay. Um, <laughs> Worked yeah, out for it, him. It's it a solid movie. I saw it on, um, you guys see Edgar Wright uh, released a list of his like, thousand favorite movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he released a list of his thousand favorite <clears throat> movies, and it was on there. So I that is a long it. list. Yeah. <laughs> There's more than a thousand movies? Yeah, it's extensive. <laughs> um, okay, so your next one is Secret Life of Pets. Oh, um, yeah, so I watched this pirated on the internet. Um, you visited the island nation of Tonga? <laughs> yes, God bless him. Uh, and this movie is, it is pretty funny. Uh, it's not as good as Zootopia. Uh, and I feel... I would say it's funnier than Zootopia. Um, I'd say it probably has more jokes in it, but I wouldn't say I laughed as hard as I did in Zootopia. I'd say like, the really good jokes in Zootopia were a lot funnier than the ones in this. I didn't laugh at all at Kevin Hart's bunny character. I laughed more at um, Louis C.K.'s, the main character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Louis C.K. and uh, Jenny Slate was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Hannibal Burris was all right, too. Um, yeah, but this movie uh, is good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, what, it was like DreamWorks or something? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. yeah, so it's like typical DreamWorks. Like, oh, it's not like bad. It's, it's pretty good. It's not like memorable. Um, I felt like the the best parts of it were like in the beginning when it was just like the minutia of uh, like pet life at home while your owner's out. I agree. I think and if like, it stuck with that, I think it'd be good. But then yeah, and like once they like rolled into like the whole kidnapping thing or whatever with yeah. the the plot, like it kind of slowed down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fine, you know. If you have a child, show it to them; they'll like it. Show it to them. <laughs> yeah, watch this. <laughs> All right, the next one you watched was Bringing Up the Dead. Oh, so this is a. Um, uh, Martin Scorsese movie from 1999. Um, Bringing uh, out the dead. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, uh, like American Beauty and Fight Club, it does the whole angsty uh, narrator voiceover thing. Um, Nicholas Cage plays a EMT in Hell's Kitchen, New York. Uh, and he's been working for a lot, so he's just totally zonked out. Uh, he's been like, I guess he hasn't made a save in, like, months, so, yeah, like... Yeah, can he... I read the synopsis? Yeah, sure. Haunted by the patients he failed to save, <laughs> an extremely burned-out burned Manhattan ambulance paramedic fights to maintain his sanity over three fraught and turbulent nights. Yeah, so the, there's this uh, homeless, um, like, 18-year-old girl that, like, he, he saw having an asthma attack or something, and he wasn't able to save her, so she, like, intermittently, like, appears and, like, freaks him out and stuff, and... <laughs> um, so... The, it's split over three nights, so he has three different partners played by John Goodman, Ving Rhames, and Tom Sizemore. Oh, okay. Who's Patricia uh, Arquette to him? Huh? Patricia Arquette. Oh, um, so the first guy he visits to save, this guy's having a heart attack, um, and she's uh, the daughter of the guy. Um, and so the guy, he brings him back to life, but like he's been out for like 10 minutes, so his brain's fried. Um, so he checks in with her intermittently and they kind of have like a relationship thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one of those, like, can they save each other type things? Uh, but it, it's a great Scorsese movie. It's very like not in like the Goodfellas casino Wolf of Wall Street mold where it's like big and grand and flashy. It's very like dark and, uh, unique in his output. I feel like, um, Nicholas Cage is great. 
Uh, it's definitely one of those movies that I included in, uh, if I was recommending somebody good cage movies. Uh, John Goodman's great in it. Uh, Alongside Wicker Man. Con Air. You fucking hate her ass bitches. Uh, anyway. <laughs> I like Nick Cage. Uh, Ving Rhames plays this, uh, he's you a one, the bunny. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the other paramedics and he's like an evangelical Christian, but he also likes like sexually harassing Queen Latifah, the radio operator over the radio. Um, and he, there's a scene where they pull up, uh, to a junkie overdose and like, uh, he instructs Nick Cage to like sneak the overdose shot to him. Like while he's doing this like gospel, uh, like minister act, like, <laughs> you know, like asking Jesus to help revive this man. Um, and then, uh, oh, uh, you know, Cliff Curtis, the guy that he's like New Zealand, mm-hmm. uh, but he plays like all sorts of brown right. people. Uh, he's in it for a little bit. Uh, he plays this like drug dealer. He has like a den in an apartment where <laughs> they, he's like has people come in and like do heroin or whatever. Um, but it's a great movie. It's written by the guy that wrote Taxi Driver and stuff. So it's kind of like a spiritual sequel to that where instead of, like Nicolas Cage is trying to save people instead of like murder them. Um, yeah, but it is really good. I liked it a lot. Cool. And the last one you have, or I guess the second to last one you have on your list is Phenomenals of Caring, which is we uh, talked about. You watched that for your assignment. We just you just weren't able to come, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Um. So, so this was like the most indie movie I've ever seen. Like it was like indiness to the like the whole uh, you know Paul Rudd has to like deal with his dead child while caring for another kid and you know I was just cracking up when they like pulled to the gas station Selena Gomez is like sitting out front smoking a cigarette <laughs> she's like what the fuck do you want <laughs> um but like it's maximum cliches aside it was solid uh Paul Rudd was like pretty good I mm-hmm. mean there's like definitely a lot of scenes where like it's uh you know Paul Rudd plays like the anguished father and then like he used to kind of turns on like the Paul Rudd charm and does some like Right, improv lines. It's like okay. Um, oh, and also that he's like a writer, but he quit because it was like too hard, and he lost his creative output. Um, so that's funny. Uh, and also, I thought it was really funny that like I, I was. I'm really curious on whether or not Ford paid to be in the movie because of the scene where the kid's dad is like the scumbag like car salesman who mm-hmm. owns the Ford dealership, mm-hmm. and then the fact that um, Paul Rudd's son was like ran over by like a faulty parking brake on a Ford car. Which are like, bo- it's like both cars like prominently feature uh, Ford on them. Which well, if is- Ford was involved, wouldn't they want like that to be a Chevy or something? Exactly, like or that just like kid. not have a tag on it or whatever. You know, it right. seems odd for them to, uh, like I don't know. Maybe the the people who made the movie had an in at a Ford dealership. Yeah. And like let's just write it in. <laughs> yeah. We know we know somebody will let us use their lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but it was, a, it was a fine movie. I mean, the the have you guys seen Submarine? No. Is that the same kid? Yeah, the British oh, okay. kid. Because I was like, I recognize him. Who the fuck is? It? I haven't seen him in anything since then. Mm-hmm. But uh, submarine. Was he was good. He was really good. Yeah, yeah. He was great in submarine. Is the guy that uh, Richard Dyer or whatever he directed that in the double, which are both fantastic movies. Um. So before you talk about whatever the last one was, I wanted to make mention of um, Tallulah, which is already out on Netflix. I don't know if anyone. Well, we. Oh, I guess the, none uh, of us have seen it yet. It's the Ellen Page one. Ellen with, Page. Um, oh, oh. She's still with, a baby. Okay. Um. So I think we should all probably watch that one too. Okay. Um, okay. You know. Might as well. Maybe uh, another car company makes a big appearance in that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead. Who will Ford murder now? <laughs> what was the last one? Um, last one is Mistress America. Oh. Which you really liked. Yeah, I love Mistress America. So, um, it's the same writer directing team behind Francis Haw, uh, Noah Baumbach, and Greta Gerwig, Sacramento native. Um, and I guess with this one, they're going for like a John Hughes angle on like the whole. Uh, young millennial person in New York. Um, and it's got the sister of the British chick from Girls in it. 
Okay. Well, yeah, I, Girls is a trash show, but Ally, uh, she was really good in this movie. I only know Lena Dunham. Okay, well, she looks like the sister, and I was like, oh, this girl looks familiar. Anyway, um, so this girl plays a, uh, I guess she's like a lit major at... Um, she's a lit major? It's lit uh, at Columbia or NYU or some shit. Um, so she's a writer looking to do creative writing. Um, and then she has a friend who has this insanely jealous girlfriend. They have some great scenes where, like, he slips out at her. Um, and then Greta Gerwig plays uh, the main character's, like, would-be stepsister. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's this, like, totally kind of, like, zany. Like, she's kind of like the Ferris Bueller to the main character's Cameron. Uh, and so, like, the first, like, I don't know, half of the movie or so, it's just, like, them kind of having adventures in New York. And then... Uh, the restaurant that Greta Gerwig is supposed to be opening like totally loses all its investors. So she like goes um, to her ex friend's house to like beg her and uh, her ex boyfriend, who ended up marrying the girl for investing money. Um, <laughs> and so like the whole like second half of the movie pretty much is like takes place in this house with like all the characters I already mentioned, uh, plus like three other ones. So it's like all these like it's a really brilliantly like written executed scene or not even scene. It's a like, half the movie. Of uh, right. like all these like characters in this house like interacting with each other, uh, but it, it's really fantastic. It's like I think it's like under an hour and a half long too. It's uh, hour and twenty four minutes. Yeah, it's, so it's really short. It's really tightly written. Uh, all the ex- like the executions is flawless. Greta Gerwig is amazing. I want her to be my uh, wife. <laughs> Which one? Um, well, she'd be what, four, fifth, six, maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe she'd seven the, by the time I get to her, you know? Would she be the favorite, the most favorite one, though? The um, best one? Well, so far, probably. Hopefully. Um, Which breaks my heart. But yeah, and uh, the music's <laughs> amazing, too. Everything's great. Okay. So that's it for you. Oh, it, it had a uh, win. What did it win? Best movie ever of 2015. It won... Uh, Razzie, more like it. Greta won a Best Supporting Actress at the Indiana Film Journalist Association. Sweet. Oh. No, I'd probably definitely put that in my top five of uh, 2015, I think, if I had seen it mm. in 2015. <laughs> All right, so now it is Brendan's turn, mm. and his list begins with Boss. The Boss. The, is it The Boss? As you recall, Boss is with, uh, was the that Rick HBO Ross show with, with uh, Kelsey Grammer? Yeah, right? which was great. I didn't see it. Kelsey oh. Grammer is such a good bad guy. Thank God it's Frasier. Anyway, so The Boss <laughs> is with uh, Melissa McCarthy... Um, it didn't review very well, but it was, um, so she's like one of the richest, uh, women in the world. And then she gets sent to prison, um, for like tax evasion, you know, something like that. Some, some rich people doesn't get sent par- to prison it, for it. Doesn't it parallel, uh, uh, Madoff? No, uh, Martha, what's Stewart. Her, Martha Stewart. Uh, yeah, kind of. I can't imagine she would have this kind of humor. Uh, <laughs> um, so. <laughs> you don't know. She, didn't she live tweet from a, uh. Of Justin Bieber concert or something, and people were did she? Hilarious. I don't remember. <laughs> she live tweeted from some concert. So she like kind of gets back on her feet um, by like starting up this um, Girl Scout type business where they make <laughs> brownies, and she becomes like the leader of the troop, <laughs> so to speak. Um, and uh, overall, it was it was actually really funny. It was like way more raunchy than I thought it would be. Yeah, I thought it would be like a, a regular ho hum com- comedy, but I think it was. Um, Melissa McCarthy goes all out. Yeah, and it's it's actually it's actually very funny. It's a lot better than I, I thought it would be yeah. going into it. I mean, so the only movie I watched was Spy again mm-hmm. right. for like the fifth time, <laughs> and that is, it's probably along the same lines. Yeah. Um, 
like uh like she plays a different character in, yeah you know <laughs> right but like raunch and stuff like the well way i mean a different and... type of character normally she's um bumbly like, like in, yeah in spy she wasn't really meant to be the bumbly the idiot type <laughs> right she was perfectly competent in everything right she was just uh, uh it's just because of her looks, facade they didn't right. believe that she could do what she was doing so yeah um okay so there's right. that. Go watch it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> so the next one you watched was uh, Hail Caesar. Caesar. Um, Caesar. Caesar. Home. <laughs> this is going to disappoint Tyler, but I really don't, I didn't really like this movie. This is the last review you're ever going to do, buddy. <laughs> um, I feel like this script and this idea would have been a better movie if it wasn't a Coen Brothers movie. Um, and I like the Coen Brothers. I just, you'll have to see it. You'll have to see it. Um, it's just, you have all these big stars, and they have, like, their their scene, mm. and then they just go away, and then nothing is cohesive, really, to me, and then it just ends. Now, I don't want to spoil too much of it, but I just, I think I think you need to see it, too. Mm. I just, I didn't, uh, it didn't grab me. I so, wanted to like it so much. So we talked, to last like episode, we talked about Alden, whatever his last name is. What? Texas Alden, uh, and Ayn Reich, or something, Alden. The guy who played the uh, the big cowboy movie star in that, yeah, that movie. Remember he? Remember we talked about him? About, I kind of remember. He was cast that. as the young Han Solo. Oh, okay. So how <laughs> was, he, how was oh, he in gosh. this? Um, he was fine. His role was fine. All the all the acting was fine. I just didn't like how the movie was constructed. Yeah. You know, Clooney was was great. You um, idiot, Cohen Clooney is like my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, <laughs> he is pretty great. It's it's. Did you see the man who stare at goats? Yeah, it's pretty much a Josh Brolin led film. Like he's he's the main cognate, and I love I love Josh Brolin. So you know, acting wise, everything's great. But he's supposed to be like just, a hard ass in that movie, right? Um, not so much at times. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Brolin's cool. Except for like the domestic violence, but other than that. <laughs> okay, so the next one you watched was the Duff. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, what was the duff about again? I barely remember. The designated ugly fat friend. Yes, that's right, the designated ugly fat friend. So it's another one of those, um, like, coming-of-age type high school movies. Um, uh, this this particular girl is the duff of these two, um, what most people would consider very attractive high schoolers, right? It's Mae Whitman, though. How is she the duff? Mae Whitman? Yeah. Maybe they duffed her out for the movie. Because she's only like a real life seven, so that means like a Hollywood too. <laughs> a real life seven. <laughs> um, I, I there were a lot of uh, comparisons to this being like today's Mean Girls. I don't think it quite reached that status, but I, I definitely, I definitely you can't enjoyed reach it mean a lot. Status. Has anyone else seen this? The Duff? Yeah. No, I've not. Um, who's your uh, designated ugly fat friend, Joey? Uh, his name is Brendan. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Tyler? You might know him. Um, I only bang with the hotties. All right. <laughs> so, um. Oh, Bella Thorne is in this. She's a uh, she's a terrible actress. <laughs> she but, uh, Twilight. Despite her best efforts, this movie's uh, fairly decent. <laughs> uh, no, she was uh, God, she was in Blended. Right, that's right. She's got like. 
Oh, she's the... She's got the... ten things in production right now, yeah. so she's get, very get ready to see. She's in Ratchet and Clank. She's like Drew, or Adam Sandler's daughter in that, right? Intended. Yeah. That movie was not good. <laughs> it was It was very Adam Sandler, but I, it was, uh, it was entertaining. I'm so sad that Terry Crews is an Adam Sandler friend. <laughs> like, we've had like five movies where Terry Crews is playing like an African dude or something. <laughs> and he could have been doing like rock... Uh, or cop movies with The Rock. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the next one you have is Mississippi Grind. <gasps> have you seen this? No, no you no, haven't. Dude, I love Ben Mendelsohn. Um, so it's uh, Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds, and they, uh, I think they, they start out the movie in Iowa, and what essentially happens is that they, they hook up and plan to uh, take on, um, just like kind of travel down the Mississippi River and, uh, you know... Um, gamble at casinos and just just rake a bunch of money and, and whatnot and then the, the whole story um revolves around uh, how both of their lives are like um like ben Mendelssohn's life is kind of spiraling downward <laughs> and then it just seems like ryan reynolds has like a perfect you know life uh kind of thing yes. but alas but alas a movie happens <laughs> And uh, things start start to hit the fan for both of them. Um, what things? Um, you know, money gets lost. <laughs> so is is it a good movie? I I did enjoy it. I have to say, I did enjoy it. Okay. IMDb uh, for almost ten thousand ratings has, gives it a six point four. Mm-hmm. And this one didn't didn't review particularly well either. But uh, Ryan Reynolds just has this charm. Ben Mendelsohn has has great chops in it, um, so yeah. All right, so uh, the next one is American Ultra. Um, I watched Krampus somewhere in there. I didn't I really. I thought you said to cross yeah. it out because you. Didn't I just really wanted watch it. to make mention that. All right, um, you watch Krampus. I I put Krampus on, um, and then I like played Pokemon the whole time. Uh, but uh, <laughs> the one thing I noticed uh, was that this movie was like the loudest movie. I heard the sound design was like crazy good. He, um, it was like overly overkill. It's it crazy overkill. for sure. Um, Perhaps it would have been immersive if you were from 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 the from like the the you know the one eye I watched it with. <laughs> um, <laughs> it seemed like it was way more of a horror movie than I thought it would be. I thought they would rely on uh, the comedic aspects of uh, it a little more. Horror comedy. Yeah. How was Tony Collette? Um, she's one of my favorite <laughs> favorite people in the history. <laughs> she was, you know, she was a person in the movie. Did you ever watch um, United States of Terra? No. Oh God. I saw Did like you? Two episodes. And you stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's so good. Yeah, she's good. She's she's great. I think I liked it. I used to, like sometimes I like watch like, two episodes of the show and be like, oh, that's good, and then I just like stop watching it. Okay. Not on purpose. Um. All right, so you have two left, and we got to kind of start wrapping it up. We got about half an hour left of record time. Uh, American Ultra. American Ultra stars um, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg and uh, Kristen Stewart, and they're both uh, like super stoners. Um, Jesse Eisenberg is the owner of a like local. I don't know if he's the owner of it, but he's like the only one that ever works at this local convenience store. Um, and then. Uh, uh, the plot begins with him like trying to figure out a way to like propose to uh, his girlfriend, who's Kristen Stewart. But then, uh, plot twist: uh, we <laughs> find out that, um, um, yeah, his name is Mike in the movie. So he he is um, 
he was trained by the CIA to be like a killing machine, but he has to be one of those people that gets like activated in order to do that. And then like he gets activated somehow and all of the, um, um, all of the people in this, uh, what do you, this, um, what would you call that when you have like a, <laughs> like the, the, the CIA has like this, uh, subsect of people or whatever. Okay. And then it gets they all they all get activated and and, and shit starts. Maturing candidates. Sure. Yeah. Winter Soldiers. Um this movie was pretty decent at first, but then but then Topher Grace enters it and he is just like the worst actor ever. Hey, remember when he showed up in Interstellar? But he was good in Predators. <laughs> he was. I mean that was that I haven't seen the movie, maybe. that's like a funny sentence. That may be like a one-off. He was good in PS, uh, PS, I guess, PS mm-hmm. with Laura Linney. He has Topher Grace is the worst actor. He ever. has he has moments, but overall, I would agree with your mm-hmm. statement. He he plays the most Topher Grace character. He he plays like Venom as a CIA agent. He's like just like overly confident and brass and just like an asshole, <laughs> and it just doesn't work. It's really bad. Um, but everything else in this movie is is actually not too bad. Uh, fun, other than him. fun fact: this movie was written by Max Landis, who is currently writing a Pepe Le Pew movie. Good. Good. So, looking forward to it. I wish my dad made movies so I could make movies. Yeah, Brendan. Uh, my dad doesn't make movies. Uh-huh. Actually, I wish my dad made movies and killed people, and then I could make movies. John Landis killed like three people. Your last movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you guys not heard about that? When he was filming the Twilight Zone movie and they're doing a I don't helicopter know who sequence? you're talking about. Okay, so John Landis is his dad. He directed like American Werewolf in London or something. And so he's doing one of the four Twilight Zone movie segments. Okay. And so there's like a helicopter flying and they broke like a ton of like operating rules for like filming a movie and a bunch of other shit and like, uh, you know, how many hours like a child actor can work, blah, blah, blah. It's like a, a whole litany of violations. And so like there's... Litany. So uh, the uh, oh uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Lee's dad and like two little Vietnamese girls are like filming this movie and a helicopter just fucks up and like cuts their heads off and like so they charge John Landis with like manslaughter or something and they, but and like they're like oh you broke all these rules and then they just like got and off killed somehow. three people yeah they, like decapitated them with a helicopter blade like some grotesque Grand Theft Auto shit um, and these didn't get in trouble at all. And then his son makes movies. Yeah. <laughs> 30 years later, Max Landis is making Pepe Le Pew in the film. <laughs> That's his dad? Yeah. How would you imagine? Mm-hmm. You know for that for sure or just connecting the names? No, it's like for sure his dad. Nepotism. <laughs> Nepotism. Makes the world go around. Um, anyway, so American Boulevard. Mm, pretty good. Your last movie. Um, uh, oh, American yeah. Boulevard is like, it's so-so. Everything, everything, Topher Grace ruins this movie so much. It's really <laughs> incredible how much one person can ruin a movie. Um. Can I just pretend that um, Eric, uh, whatever his name was, grew up to be a CIA asset? Will, will that work out? What? If, can I just pretend that his character from that 70s show uh, came back from Africa? Oh, I was like, what are you talking about? Maybe he joined the CIA in Africa and then came back. If that'll help you get through it. It's got okay. really good people in it, and he ruins it? Yes. God. You don't understand. Like, Walton Goggins <laughs> is in it. Yeah, Walton Goggins is, is one of the... Yeah. Liguizamo is mm-hmm. in it. Bill Pullman, Tony Hale. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched Vice Principals yet? Mm-hmm. No, I want to. Though. I heard, like, everything... Uh, like, literally every single line Walton Goggins has is uh, great. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I, I've, I don't think I've seen him in comedy. What? Hey, Goggins? 
Yeah. Uh, well, Comedy. Goggins, his, his his role Comedy-ish. was not Comedy-adjacent. particularly co- comedic in this. Um, I mean, I, I've, uh, I'm watching him from Justified, where he's not. Based on Elmore Leonard's story? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's never going to get better than Justified Walton Goggins, but, uh, you know. So, yeah, my last movie is Boulevard. Um, and that stars Robin Williams. It was one of his um, last movies before he, uh, before he died. Um, so in this one, he um, has been, like, in, you know, he's been married to his wife for, for forever, and then we uh, realize that he has, like, a secret life. He is actually gay. Um, but we don't find, or he's, he's, you know, oh, Kathy Baker. he's coming to realize at, at this later stage in his life that he, you know, hoped that he, or he's regretting that he didn't do anything about it sooner and that he's been stuck in this marriage for forever. Um, so he, um, befriends this, uh, male prostitute type character and, um, they have an interesting relationship. <laughs> Because well, I buy the he, cow and you can get the milk for free. What is what he he? There is no sex in this movie with anyone. Oh. Um, he's essentially kind of like paying this prostitute for like the emotional satisfaction he gets from it, because that's what love is, uh, Tyler. It's emotion. <laughs> so, um, so this this was this was really good, but it kind of made me sad how all of Robin Williams' later movies dealt with like kind of depressing topics. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Culminating his death. Right. I had to point that out. Mm-hmm. You're free, genie. <laughs> but this was a surprise. I mean, I hadn't even heard of it. I was just looking at movies. It's got a <laughs> and, 5.8 uh, on IMDb. Yeah. Oh, Bob, Go- oh uh, Bob Odenkirk is in mm-hmm. this. He's, 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 not, um, he's pretty good, too. So, It's a quick watch. Hour and a half. Good. Yep. If you want to relive the Robin Williams years. <laughs> okay. Uh, very quickly, um, what, what else do we have to do? That's um, my notebook, a, I guess. Okay, so um, we'll take a break and then we'll wrap, kind of do a fast wrap up here. Be back. All right, so uh, just quickly here, I have some tidbits that I was going to mention. Um, I don't know if any, either of you guys have heard of the, the novel Goldfinch. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal uh, two years ago. It was yeah, like book of the year. It's like Jennifer It's like seven hundred pages long. It's a huge book. Um, have you read it or anything about it? Well, it's going to become a movie. Good. So, like every other book. I wanted to read it. I haven't, but now I might because of. It's Why read it when you can wait to watch it? Watch it. Um, it's going to be interesting because it's not. It's supposed to be one movie, and it's from an eight hundred page book or however long it is. Well. Um. So that's I have that. Um, Brie Larson was casted. It was cast as Captain Marvel. Right. So. That trains keep moving through Hollywood, um, and I don't know if you had heard that the Wiz movie is officially a, a sequel to Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I saw that, and then the Pepper Lip Pew thing. That's all I have for tidbits. Why are they making a rapist skunk movie? Movie. A what? Why are they making like Pepper Pew as a movie? <laughs> <laughs> they pay, the article said he pitched it simply as a, a skunk who makes a pass on a cat many times, and they said that. But they said that his movies tend to take uh, weird turns. And did was there a, like a weird turn in American Ultra? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess. <laughs> so maybe it's gonna be like I don't know. It's Warner Brothers, so it can't be like too 
Yeah, that's Jurassic, like... But, um, he's human? I mean, I, I don't think they'll allow him to change, like, the character that much, but also it's, like, a rapey skunk. He's just a horn dog. Exactly. It's just, like... <laughs> the, the whole thing about Pepe Pew is just, like, uh, sexual harassment for, like, half an hour. No, <laughs> like, no! Yeah. Maybe it'll be a PSA for that type of stuff. All right, so... Don't do um, this. Uh, quickly, we can just mention that... Uh, uh, reiterate that we did not do our assignment segment right. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I had assigned Brendan to watch Kinky Boots. He told me to watch A Fantastic Fear of Everything, and we just didn't have time. <laughs> so on top of those, for next week, we're going to watch Tallulah as a group? If, sure, might as well. Okay, so I'm going to put that in here, Tallulah. I'm going to put group. Uh, Tyler's going to watch Tusk by next week. <laughs> yep. Um, That's right. That and uh, Yoga Hosers. I'm going to do a double feature and then kill myself. Okay. Uh, uh, have you seen Rubber? <laughs> yes. Oh, oh good. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Joey right. hasn't. I got to assign that to him at some point. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. You're in for a treat. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, we'll do our last thing here, and yeah. that's uh, Brendan's diary. Mm-hmm. Dear so, diary. Tyler, you haven't been here in, like, six weeks, so why don't you pick <laughs> a date? June 6th, 1944. Okay. Uh, I feel like I picked June 6th before. Let's do a, <laughs> I don't know, July 21st, 2013. July 21st, 2013. All right. Let's see here. <laughs> I did not watch anything on July 21st, 2013. However, on July 20th, I watched The Conjuring. Oh. Yep. I have to say, I don't remember it at all. <laughs> oh, it was, I mean, it was okay. Yeah. Is someone with Patrick Wilson? Yeah. P-dubs. Aren't those supposed to be pretty good? Yeah. Uh, what's, her, what's her name? I can't remember Vera her name. Farmiga? No, not her. The other, girl, other lady. Uh, um, let's see. Haley Steinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> the Conjuring. Uh, Conjuring. Let's see. Um, no, I, I mean, I don't like a lot of scary horror movies, but this was... I, I like this one. So he, he is in the Conjuring franchise and... Um, Patrick Wilson? Yeah. And uh, what's the other one? Fargo. Um, no. The other horror franchise. Her name is Lily Taylor. Is he also in... What's that one? I can't remember what it's called. There's been, been like three of them. Saw? No. <laughs> There's been eight, seven. Saws. I can... I can War of the Rings. Google his name. Patrick Wilson... See. Oh, Insidious. Yeah, Insidious. Uh, I think that's why I well, get those I heard, two franchises. Confused. I heard the second Conjuring was was really not good, mm. and that it, that people who liked liked the first one really did not like. They uh, conjured up an unfortunate sequel, huh? They did. Okay, but they're gonna keep going, probably. I bet. I bet. Yeah. He's five horror movies deep now. At least. <laughs> At least. He was in Hard Candy. He was uh, in your was favorite kind movie. Kind of a Watchmen. horror movie. <laughs> that was very much a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see, what else is he in? Bone Tomahawk. Oh, yeah. All right, um, so that's it? You just watched the one movie? That's it. Okay. Uh, the day before, I watched The Attack of the 50-Foot Cheerleader. Hey, but we don't talk about the day before. Right. So. <laughs> it's anyway. like, it was like the cheerleader King Kong. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, wow. Well, <laughs> Cheer Kong. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so you want to you want to pimp us and then we'll get out of here. Uh, this is called the Trailer Trash Podcast, and we can be found on Facebook, uh, on Twitter at Trailer Pod, on Instagram at Trailer Trash Pod, yeah. and Google Plus, and uh, our email is Trailer Trash Podcast at Outlook dot com. Yeah, do you want to mention something else we do? Uh, for all of our listeners, we host another uh, podcast. It is a Pokemon Go podcast. You might have heard about it. It's sweeping the nation. Yeah. <laughs> it's called um, The Oddish Doduo. Right. Or so, the Duo. Um, that should be on iTunes as of today. Yep. So you can uh, listen to that there as well. And that's uh, ideally, it's a short half hour-ish long segment that we just talk about what's happened in the past week in regards to the game and how we've done in the past week, you know. Right. Stuff like that. Right. Uh, Tyler's not involved, so if you don't like Tyler, maybe the Pokemon <laughs> Go is the right one to, get to listen to. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.